1: Irreverent, over the top, and smart as a whip. This is
0: the Rob Black Show.
1: Yesterday was a mixed market. Eh. I don't know. Some days you don't have to have an opinion about the market. You can just say, we're having a good year. Nothing terribly dramatic happened either way. Stocks treaded water. Is that a fair way of saying it? Without much market moving news, one way or the other, Tesla got a nice boost. Yesterday, that that's kind of, in recap, the only thing that I could find that was really interesting. A boost from an upgrade. There's a huge story out of China that I don't know how to cover. But China's internet blew up yesterday over a sexual assault scandal at Alibaba. Now, you know that the Chinese stocks have had a Chinese stock's Listed in the United States. Let me put a qualifier on there. They've had a little bit of a tough time recently. In large part, because uh, the government's cracking down and saying, we don't like the way you're doing that. And it's tough to predict on a case-by-case basis what they don't really like. But this one can't go well. Rare instance that laid bare China's struggle with the hashtag MeToo movement. Female employee of the online shopping giant. Very similar, I think, is a way to describe Alibaba as an Amazon.com. She accused her boss of rape on her business trip. Alibaba said it fired the accused, who's now the subject of a police probe, and that two executives who apparently mishandled the claim resigned. Changing is not easy in a society where the patriarch is deeply entrenched. Again, in Hollywood and Silicon Valley, hashtag MeToo toppled industry figures like Harvey Weinstein. But that was a country and a town, L.A., that was built on the principle of subversion by cultural progressives. In China, people are used to obeying authority and seniority. This one will be interesting to see how it plays out in what media access we get to it. Some Facebook advertisers are shifting spending to Amazon. That seems to make a little bit of sense. Um, If you're ready to shop, Amazon's right there, right? Advertisers are spooked about a change, the way that Facebook can track the effectiveness on Apple devices to benefit of Amazon in this scenario. The bigger you are, the more you lose by not having the presence on Amazon, Amazon has an ad search business that's huge. Um, I'm moving homes and the stuff that I'm buying on Amazon right now. I look through it. Let's just say it's moving boxes. It feels like the first five to nine results are advertisements now. Not one or two, like five to nine. Now, I look for them, but not everyone does. Amazon's going to end a joint venture in India with the co-founder of Infosys next year. Critics say the partnership unfairly advantaged sellers associated with the joint venture. Country Supreme Court ruled that Amazon and Walmart must face an antitrust probe. Interesting. Delivery Hero bought a 5% stake in Deliveroo. I was reading a fascinating article on Grubhub over the weekend, and I didn't get to it in yesterday's stories, but they basically failed. They were one of the first ones out of the gate in home delivery, and they essentially failed. They grew a huge presence, but get this. They didn't invest in technology. Wow. That's what I have to say about that, wow. Wowza, wowza, wow. Um, There is not a lot of conviction today. There is not a lot of direction on Wall Street. There's always going to be cash coming into the market and cash going out of the market, so we pay attention to that. Sometimes at the end of a quarter or the start of a quarter, you'll notice it a little bit more prominently, but definitely at the start of the year. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said she won't bring the bipartisan plan to a vote until the Senate also passes a $3.5 $5 trillion plan on the infrastructure. Um. Wow. So there's a $1 billion infrastructure pl- bill. There's a $3.5 trillion budget that Nancy Pelosi's referring to it as a human infrastructure plan. That's a lot of spending. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that dramatics. Um, Treasury market sits at 1.3 on the 10-year. Again, still... No matter how I look at it, I keep going back to the idea of my old notes. Oh, and by the way, since I'm moving, I found some of my notes that I hand writ- wrote 25 years ago. I will share those on a future episode of Raw Black and your money. Uh, it's going to make you laugh because the internet was in its infancy. And I'm writing down ideas like intranet, extranet, metro area network, interplanetary network got an email question yesterday on AMC Entertainment. AMC Entertainment has been named a meme stock. I don't know if they want to live up to that name or not. Uh, It's up 10, almost 11% after reporting a smaller than expected net loss for the June quarter. The company also said it reached a deal with Warner Brothers to show movies for a 45-day window, and it'll accept Bitcoin by the end of the year for ticket and concession purchases. That's a fun one. Now, when you're a meme stock and you say you're going to accept Bitcoin for purchases, I don't know what to make of that. Other than you're obviously playing to the crowd. Productivity was up a weaker than expected 2.3% in the second quarter, and unit labor costs were a lower than expected 1%. That is an economic statistic data point that came out this morning. You don't want to see productivity drop, especially if inflation's rising. That's kind of the the takeaway that I want to throw down on you. The productivity gain that we saw was the result of increasing 7.9% output. And hours worked increased 5.5%. So there's a little bit more output than a little bit more hours work. Um, TAME. Tame, normalized labor cost data. That's something that the Federal Reserve will look at and judge. They're looking at a lot of little teeny tiny metrics that add up to problem inflation, transitory inflation. What are we looking at? So this may be a pat on the head to Jerome Powell at the Federal Reserve, he could be happy with this. At the next FMOMC meeting, he'll be able to say, unit labor costs were tame. Um, now again, that's just a small labor reading that feeds into a wider price inflation gauge. But... I think we're paying attention to the Fed and their their thoughts on inflation as a story in 2021. Thanks for listening to the show. You can find me at Rob Black Show. That's Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show.
0: The fortune-making spirit of today's marketplace, The Rob Black Show.
2: Questions about how to invest in your retirement? Check out robblackshow.com and get in on the conversation. Subscribe to the podcast and video channels. No one cares more about your money than you do. It's time to start to feel good about your financial future. RobBlackShow.com. RobBlackShow.com. So, in the first
1: segment of today's show, I talked about Opus turning into a $3.5 trillion budget as the infrastructure deal nears the finish line. This is worthy of note. The U.S. Senate could pass a $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill in the next few days, setting the stage for funds to flow to transportation, infrastructure improvements, water and power facility updates. Okay. Is there an investment angle here? Of course there is. $1 trillion investment plan going to infrastructure, water and power, expansion of broadband access, I like the phrase attempts to climb, uh, adjust, not adjust, attempts to address climate change is probably the right way of saying that. But there's companies like Summit Materials, which makes concrete, cement, asphalt. There's companies like Eagle Materials and Martin Marietta Materials and Vulcan Materials that all benefit from demand for concrete, cement, asphalt. So already they're having ultimately a good time of it as a strong housing market and demand for new warehouses and distribution centers have been a theme now for quite a while. Anytime you see a Tesla factory or an apartment building, gosh, it just the horrible thought just came in my head when I said apartment building, I came up with that Miami apartment building and the thought was, it's going to take a lot of cement to rebuild that. And wasn't the cause of the collapse, the pool and the water and the cement mixing not properly over time? For the record, I'm not a structural engineer. But there will be companies like John Deere. And if you want to take a look at what Deere does, like, you know, they make tractors. When you were four years old or five years old, your grandfather probably put you on a tractor, took a picture, said it was the cutest thing ever. You pretended like you were driving it. That's a company that's been in our minds for essentially our whole life. Um, John Deere tractors and caterpillars, right? I know that I've got two young boys and I don't think either one of them are big truck guys, but I think there was a period of time where all parents experiment with showing their kids truck videos. And I think it kind of works. Like if you get to like a dump truck, like kids know what dump trucks are. They know what excav- excavators are. But inside the infrastructure package, water gets a $55 billion to show me the money ticket. And this is going to help clean up drinking water at schools and homes. There's a company with the ticker symbol, Aqua, called They're probably going to get some of that money. It's Evaqua Water Technologies and Xylem, X-Y-L-E-M, ticker symbols Aqua and Xyla, X-Y-L. I'm not telling you to go out and invest that way. I'm saying if you want to learn how Wall Street works, you'll see that there's a connection over the next two to three years. Now, very few people get excited about infrastructure. Whether it's John Deere, Oshkosh, Manitowoc, Caterpillar, Eaton, Emerson Electric, Xylem. These are all companies that I've had on my radar for 25 years. And at different times, when Wall Street's not in love with tech stocks or space companies or marijuana stocks, maybe it's the meme craze, at times... That's, you'll see on CNBC, an old guy, for lack of a better word, I'm trying to give you a caricature of who's going to say it. Someone who cares about value, someone who overlooks the hot and sexy and really doesn't want to lose a lot of money. Someone maybe like a Warren Buffett in days old. He was super conservative to the point that he once said, yeah, I missed the 1990s tech explosion and I'm okay with that. That's a paraphrase. I remember being shocked when he announced that he bought Apple. Like, whoa, didn't he just have polka dots and now he has stripes? And that's kind of what happened. I own shares of Apple, because I don't work on action on any stocks, either me or Warren Buffett owns. Um, there's a big trend right now. Generation Z and Robin Hood, you know, they kind of go hand in hand. But there's also a why. Because the millennials and Generation Z don't really want anything to do with the way mom and dad or grandpa did things. Generation Z shops green. Um, My kids are growing up in wildfires, not in them, but near them. They have a soccer tournament this weekend that might get canceled in the Bay Area because of smoke from wildfires that are close enough to pull smoke inland from – can you say inland from the mountains or out to the ocean from the mountains? I don't know. It, it's pulling smoke into the Bay Area is the thought. That's right. <laughs> I don't know about what the phrase would be. But anyhow, Generation Z – My kids won't shop like I did. There'll be a lot more about sustainable products. Um, They understand that trees burn. They understand that people get displaced like their grandparents. More than a quarter of millennials and Generation Z's worldwide said their buying decisions have been influenced by the impact of certain businesses on the environment. That's a large amount of buyers. Especially since Generation Z and millennials are kind of at peak, not peak spending, but they're a lot easier to open the purse strings, so to speak, than, say, Generation X or the baby boomers. So a company has to keep their reputation good by trying to respect Generation Z's environmental concerns. Otherwise, when the Generation Z gets together and robble, rabble, 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 robble, they start talking, they may say something like, cancel that company. And then they get on their influencer markets and they say, cancel that company. And the next thing you know, that company who is oblivious to environmental issues suddenly got paying a little bit more attention. Transparency is the best way to differentiate between a truly green company and one that is slapping a green label on their company. So companies will need to get a little bit more transparent. Uh, brand loyalty is a big, important thing. Think about how many times you went to McDonald's until you found like a tiger paw in your chicken nuggets. You're like, I'm never going there again. You went switched to Burger King. You stayed at Burger King until you found a hair in your nuggets. And you went back to McDonald's. Like Brand loyalty is it's, it decides a lot of dollars in our economy. I know that's true on me. You can find me online at Roblox Show, Twitter Roblox Show, YouTube Roblox Show.
2: A straightforward approach to managing your money. The Rob Black Show. A personal financial plan with custom investment advice. That's why Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. With over 12 billion in assets under management and more than 80 financial professionals at the helm, EP services were built with you in mind. How can they help you? Find out at RobBlackShow.com. RobBlackShow.com. Welcome
1: in, Rob Black, and your Money the Show. Find me at The NBA created a line of digital collectibles called NFTs that was briefly worth nearly $2 billion earlier this year. Non fungible tokens, which, when you hear Rob Gronkowski released some NFTs shortly after the Super Bowl victory, you're like, he's cashing in. He's trying to use something that's in the headline financial news with sports. Well, you knew this one was coming. If it's good enough for the NBA and it's good enough for the NFL, well, Major League Baseball is launching a similar set of collectibles, it's not looking to inspire the same kind of financial frenzy. They're dipping the toe in versus going into the deep end. The NBA went full on hog wild with it. Starting with the launch of stadium images, the baseball league is trying to more closely link the images it sells with the experience of being a fan. So, they're trying not to make it about the cryptocurrency angle. They're downplaying that. NFTs could be a flash in the pan, or NFTs could have some long-term... Hmm reaction more so than the fast buck. Um, You've seen virtual homes sell for millions, virtual rolls of toilet papers. Um, So it feels weird that software code is somehow invading baseball and basically any business that you want to associate it with. NFL, NBA, the angle that I'm getting out of it is the collectibles. I'm still stunned. My kid, oh, he's into Pokemon cards. And he had kind of a thing for it when he was five, and then it completely went away. And when he turned, when he turned 12, he got back into it, and it's like starting to get annoying. He dead, dead, dead. Uh, Can we get some cards straight, 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 straight from Japan? And I guess I'm kind of making fun of my kid there, right? Um, You try to do everything you can during COVID to give them a good childhood. But at the same point in time, you're like, it's cardboard, please. Do you think my kids one day will say, it's an NFT, please? Please. We know that Beeple was an artist who sold a piece of digital art for $69 million through Christie's. And I looked at it and I didn't really appreciate it. I was like, yeah. I kind of see him as a graphic designer. Not really as a digital artist, but he works in digital art medium and he does art. So it just doesn't cl- resonate with me. Like there's a great Diego Rivera Um Tour right now at the San Francisco Museum of Modern Art. Um, Pretty good stuff, which for the record, I highly endorse as a date. If you have a first date, if you're over the COVID worries, uh, the museums, I know you're saying, it's indoors, it's not good, it's indoors. They've got a really good air filtration system. I know that because my sugar burger works there. Um, But yeah, good air filters now seem to be a thing that people are talking about. Um, If you've been to your dentist, uh, the usage of air filters is kind of intimidating. They've got an air filter in the chair, in the room with the chair, humming along like on turbo blast. Then they put an air filter up near your face so whatever you're breathing out goes straight into a vacuum tube. Um... I'm good with it so like I told you my niece got COVID and she's doing okay Uh, she's in bed she's sucking down a lot of popsicles Uh, she's achy but the fools out there who say things like um, it doesn't hit the healthy well it hits 11 year old girls who are pretty darn healthy Uh, don't think it's not gonna hit the healthy so it's like the first order the first alcohol order I ever had when I was 18 and 18 was underage because the state I was living in was 21 a- drinking age. And I'm at a bar with a fake ID, or I don't even know if I had a fake ID. Maybe they were mixing people. I don't even know. Um, but it was funny because I said, I'd uh, like and I didn't know drinks. I said, I'd like a greyhound. Um, you know, the bartender Hey, what do you want? Loud, obnoxious, pulsing. I go, I'd like a greyhound. And he screams at me, it'll bite you!" And I'm like, It'll bite you. Oh, I get a Greyhound. (laughs) Like an alcohol kick. But back to the idea that we're focusing in on. Uh, Non-fungible tokens. What baseball did by not going after, like, the home run, the Kirk Gibson home run, the one that won the big one when the old gimpy guy with a leg blasted it to win the World Series. I don't even know if it won the World Series. It might have tied the game up. I don't know but I'm pretty sure they can make a pretty penny on that one. But they're going for images of their stadiums, which is probably doing collectibles a favor. On one hand, you get Gronkowski and says, hey, here's a picture of all my Super Bowl catches. If you buy it, you'll be the owner, and only you could sell it, and there'll be a tracking history of who bought it and who sold it. Gronk sounds a little bit too speculative, but I get it. He's a knucklehead that everyone seems to love. And when I say knucklehead, I mean that in the best possible way. Maybe I should call him a chucklehead. Um, but interesting note that MLB has silently talked about this. Understanding that ownership, they want to get every penny that they can. And well, they should. If you invest quarter of a billion to $2 billion for a franchise... I get it. You're asking the city for concessions. You're asking for the city for land so you can build a hotel so people can come and jump into the ballpark five minutes away walk down to the park. Why not go after digital artists and financial rewards? Why leave it up to painters and sculptors? Why not baseball get into it? Do we need a digital image of tacos? No. Digital images of of Baseball fields, I get it. They're kind of called cathedrals, right? Um, I don't know a lot about baseball, so forgive me, but good for the Major League Baseball to set kind of a lower entry standard versus uh, see Michael Jordan one last time dunk over Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I don't even know if they played at the same time. I assume they didn't. But that's why I'd want to see it, and that's why I'd want to buy the NFT if it was there. It's not that exciting. Baseball's going boring. Now, they have done NFTs before, but this is the first time they've gone a little bit more broad with it. In 2018, Major League Baseball had uh, what was called the Champions, involving digital bobbleheads that didn't quite take off. Digital bobbleheads. Now, let's think about that for a second. I work at a television station, and I'm embarrassed to say this out loud. One of the things that they have is a sports desk, and I'm embarrassed to say this out loud. Sometimes when I walk by the sports desk, and I haven't been there for 15 months because of COVID, the sports director has like maybe a 100 bobbleheads. I guess you go to a sporting event and they're like, hey, you want this? Hey, you want this? And in lieu of taking it home, he brings it to the office and has land of the bobbleheads. It's kind of cool seeing them. And sometimes I'll touch them. I'm like, ooh, it's the Barry Bonds bobblehead. That's good luck. Or if I'm feeling weak, I'll, I'll touch the bobblehead and see if I get a strength of steroid power. I will admit that it's kind of fun watching people cheat. <laughs> like It's tough to say that If you're not in a market where there's cheaters, but it was fun going to Giants game back in 2000, 2001, where you knew he was coming up to bat crack and like the opposing fans are like steroids, but the home team was like, that was awesome. In the strangest story in a long time, SpaceX is launching satellites to display billboard ads in space. You'll be able to purchase advertising using Dogecoin. That's too much, right? My wife is a big fan of the moon. I know, I know. She's one of those. I know what you're saying. Does she also like mermaids and butterflies? No, but she likes the moon. She's romantic. And her big concern when we met many, 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 many years ago was something along the lines of, I hope they never put advertising on the moon because I've heard tech companies can do that now. Well, enter Elon Musk many years later, the system won't be visible from the ground, that's the pause, we will have a screen on one side where people and companies can bid to have their logos and adver- logos and advertisements along with a selfie stick that'll snap photos of the ads with the Earth in the background. That's kind of, it's getting a little bit better. I get it. Um, but it still seems kind of ludicrous, right? We're going to set a satellite up in space so that you can get a billboard selfie with the Earth in the background. The real Earth, in theory. But the flat earthers won't believe it, will they? And they definitely won't buy the NFT. They believe in gold or so than crypto. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Honest, straightforward, and right to the point. The Rob Black Show.
2: Invest in what is really important. Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. Are you concerned with financial planning, tax planning, managing your investments, or just planning your retirement? Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. With over 12 billion in assets under management and more than 80 financial professionals at the helm, EP has your financial future in mind. Learn more by visiting RobBlackShow.com. That's RobBlackShow.com. So, you know how you talk about non fungible tokens?
1: Non fungible basically means unique. Bitcoins are similar to one another, but have different code. But the non-fungible tokens, basically, unique collectibles. And that's why I kind of like that story that I just did about Major League Baseball, trying to launch some stadium images. I went to the website. The website is tough to throw down. But it's HTTPS, colon, forward slash, forward slash, candy.com, forward slash, hashtag, forward slash. And when you go there, you're like, ooh. That's kind. Of, you see what they're trying to pull off. Um, quite beautiful. And again, I'm not into the, the green monster, although I did hear a great story about the green monster yesterday. Someone was talking to a celebrity. Oh, it was the recent episode of Hot Ones or Hot Wings or Now We Feast. It has like all these different names in my mind. And the guest talked about one of the greatest moments of his life. The guest was Matt Damon, which if you watch this episode, he's looking very human. Like he's not looking as young and impervious as he used to. We all age. We all are going to retire. But he talked about how one of his best moments in his life was being a celebrity. He got invited down onto the field, maybe for an all-star game, or maybe it was a World Series. And his dad pitched to him, and he hit, he hit a ball off the green monster. So would Matt Damon potentially buy a non-fungible token green monster picture? I get it because he he said it's a memory from, you know, it's one of my best memories in the last 10 years or in, in my career. Earlier, I talked about SpaceX potentially putting a satellite in space that the advertisement will be flashing, but we won't be able to see it maybe if we had a super telescope. But the idea is that There's going to be like a Coca-Cola ad and Coca-Cola will show the satellite whirling around the world with Coca-Cola. Enjoy a nice cold one on us or something like that. And we'll be back to Earth soon. But get this, SpaceX, and you can keep playing that because I'm not going to drop the SpaceX theme. They're buying a small internet satellite company called Swarm. Oh no, that sounds like aliens. No, it's going to compliment its Starlink team and a rare acquisition for Musk's space firm. The story there is that Musk isn't really going out and buying companies. He's going out and replicating companies or building engineering what he wants to do. In this case, he's actually buying one. And what are they buying? Swarm Technologies makes what are called low-cost space bees. B is in a bumblebee, B-E-E that orbit Earth and they beam the internet down to customers on Earth. Similar to the model that Starlink is using, Swarm has 150 small versions up there. Starlink has nearly 100,000 users and 1,650 satellites. Musk's company, SpaceX, is going to take control of Swarm satellite and ground station licenses, and the startup will become a direct and wholly owned subsidy. Uh, Subsidy? No, not a subsidy. Subsidiary. Sometimes words just get stuck in my head. I got a little dyslexia. I've learned to cope with it, Um, but it does sometimes make me pause and really think about what am I saying, but uh, it's a rare merger, and what's interesting about that is uh, he's one of the richest people on the planet. He could pay cash, but he's using shares of a company, or in this case, potential shares when it goes public. Swarm is headquartered in Mountain View, California. It was founded in 2016 and announced that its internet service went live in February. So are they buying a competitor before Facebook would love Facebook would love to be in the space business, but they can't do it? Facebook ultimately had to decide, what crazy thing are we going to spend money on? And all the big tech companies had something crazy they were spending money on. So for Apple. But Google had all these ideas like, let's put hot air balloons up in the sky, and the the balloons will act like as a really, really, really tall tower and receiver to send and beam internet to, for lack of a better world, rural Africa. And we know that there's millions and millions and millions of people in Africa, and we know many of them don't have internet. And someone like Facebook's like, hey, you want internet, we'll give you internet. But your landing pages will be Facebook, or you're gonna use all of our services. I don't know if you've ever used like the hotel internet, and you're like, ah, oh, I gotta go through their wall, and oh, I gotta see all their stupid ads. Same idea, right? That's an interesting concept for just a moment. Do you remember paying for internet at hotels? And now they're more than happy to give it to you because they want your butt in the hotel. Choose us. We have fast internet. It's actually kind of interesting because I got a Hilton Diamonds membership. And one of the things I love about it is the faster internet. It doesn't make any sense. Because it's not that it's not worth the money for a faster internet, but I kind of loyal because of that. That's all I got for you today, ladies and gentlemen. Please turn out the lights on your way out. Thank you for listening. Um For the record, I I do a lot of SpaceX stories and Tesla stories because Wall Street, to me, sometimes is about where it's going, not where it is now. I could be talking about 3.4 million Americans still on long-term unemployment. That doesn't really work well, does it? The Senate passes a $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill as Democrats move ahead with the economic plan now, trying to add another 3.5, making a really fat budget. Going into an election year, that's going to give the Republicans all the ammo that they need. Big spending by Democrats are going to bankrupt us, and Democrats are going to say, we care about you so much, we're giving you more and more for being a citizen of our country. I know I'm boiling it down. but We're moving into an election year. Not quite yet. Still got a couple more months this year to go, or a few months. Few is three to five, right? You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show to a black show a straightforward approach to managing your money the Rob Black Show
0: three-star general Michael J Flynn head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military Flynn knew what the Intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells.